Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast that is shrewdly shady, shockingly sharp-tongued, and shamelessly shrill. <laughs> that included a finger at me. I'm Lisa. <laughs> and I am Lindsay. <laughs> this is the podcast where we deliberate the best and the worst of a topic, and you, dear listeners, get to decide who you think is right. We will give you more information about how you can give us your opinions and how you can weigh in on our opinions at the end of the show. Let's hit the recap and poll results from our Justin Timberlake songs episode before we get on to our topic for this week. All right, Lisa, the poll results are in for the Justin Timberlake songs episode. Okay. Okay. And as we discussed earlier, you will be singing 30 second snippets from each of these songs. <laughs> so totally. Get Totally. Yeah. Instead of a drum roll, you're just going to sing the chorus of all of these songs. Oh my god, that sounds terrible for everybody, including myself. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll work on it. In the garbage showdown between my garbage song of Strawberry Bubblegum mm-hmm. and your... <laughs> the way that you say that even, I know you were trying to say it without hating it, and it was still obviously you hate it. It's great. It, it doesn't feel good in my mouth. <laughs> no, I can tell you're trying to get it out as fast as possible. Yeah. yeah. Strawberry Bubblegum. <laughs> and your garbage of TKO, Uh huh. I do win. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 36 times it says the word strawberry or bubblegum. I can't remember which one. I think it was strawberry, but yeah. yeah. I think so uh-huh. too. And then in the gold showdown, yes. it's been a long time since I've won a garbage. So it, has yeah. it has been. Yeah. It has been. Yeah. For a long time in the beginning of our show, you were consistently garbage and I was consistently gold. And that yeah. flipped somewhere. So, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It yeah. is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in our gold showdown between my gold of sexy back mm-hmm. and your gold of cry me a river. Yeah. I do win as well. <sighs> I do. I do win. That makes me sad. I mean, it's a really good song. It's fine. I'm just sad. I mean, I'm not. So <laughs> hard to feel empathy for you at the moment. <laughs> Congratulations on your sweep. That's very Thank exciting. Thank you. Thank <laughs> a music you. episode sweep. I know how much those mean to you. So, I was just telling Lisa before we started recording, sh- one of the shocking things about me is I do not currently own a record player or any right. vinyl, but it's my goal for the year. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I, you know, on brand, I do like my musics. You do. You do. I it do. is very much you, and I like it. So, Thank you. Do you have any listener comments, Lisa, that you would like to share with everyone? I do. It's from our friend at Makeshift Jen on Twitter. She said, hashtag Lisa Garbage and hashtag Lisa Gold. TKO is a bop and anything Britney related is 100. Absolutely, yes. I appreciate the people that – because I tweeted this on my personal account, too – about the Justin and Brittany and the matching denim and whatever. And like, I'm still very passionate about it and all of the things. So thank you, Jen, for understanding my level of intensity for this. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, I still am hurt about the Brittany Justin situation from uh, 2000, I don't know, one, whatever that was. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. How about you? What's your comment this week? I got a couple. Um, so I did receive a video of yeah. from Heidi Tapolaski of the dance party that our episode so inspired. Um, so and there good. were some serious moves. There were some moves mm-hmm. being shown in that living yes. room to so uh, the gold winner, Sexy Back. But my comment comment is by Dopey Runner K, 
who says, Lindsay's not wrong. She did sprinkle a little salt into our already wounded friendship with that man of the woods comment, mm-hmm. dot, 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 Jeremy Renner, dot, dot, dot. Um, yeah. It is a sore subject with some of my friends, my hatred of of uh, Jeremy Renner. But love what you love and hate what you hate, man. That's right. Yeah. That is right. Yeah. And <laughs> that's, a, that's a great t-shirt. Love what you love, hate what you hate. <laughs> we trademarked that. Add it to our empire. Thank you <laughs> so great. much. You really need to get working on that empire. You gotta get those bands put together. I gotta open <laughs> that bakery and the record label. We yes. have a lot to do. The Good thing we're quarantined. We can't do label. anything. I know. We especially cannot open a bakery. Goodness sakes. But you know what we can do, Lindsay? What? We can share our special announcement for something that we can do in quarantine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell them about it? Do you want to tell about the thing? Uh, sure. So <laughs> we are. So while we can't increase our our empire yet, we yep. can increase our social media empire. So yes. uh, we currently have an Instagram and Twitter account, which yes. Lisa does an excellent job checking and keeping up with. And I sometimes remember they exist. Oh, the <laughs> um, but we have now added to our social media empire with a Facebook page. Yay! Welcome to 2005. We Yay, finally we made got there. It. <laughs> Is Facebook still total garbage? Absolutely. However, we are there to provide a little glimmer of fun and excitement and connection for you guys there. So you can mm-hmm. also, um, so you can chat with us there. You can post stuff there. You will also have the polls available there, um, going forward too. So we'll talk more about that at the end of the show too but yeah you could and today yeah. it's ready today so when you're hearing this episode you can go on facebook and search garbage and gold podcast and you'll find us and it'll be super exciting and we'll say hi so yeah, yeah do it we will we'll be running like special giveaways and stuff in there too so mm-hmm. <sighs> i'm super excited so yeah that's our special announcement today i'm excited about that. something we can do in quarantine that makes us happy <laughs> it's true it's true it's true yes Yes. All right. So I think that's all the things for now. So now we will get on to the show. Lisa. Yeah. I was really excited about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so our topic for today, uh-huh. the thing we are going to discuss, yeah. in case you didn't know what a topic was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Thank you. You're Don't welcome. Assume. I'm here. I'm here to teach. I'm here to teach and educate. Um, is we're going to be looking at the garbage and gold of HGTV hosts. Yes, we are, and I am so excited about it. I, I'm real ready. Same, 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 same. As I'm doing my little like scripty typing bullet notes, I was like getting real passionate in that. So yeah. it's going to be exciting. So, yeah, of course, I have some research. Of course, it's from Good. Wikipedia. HGTV is an initialism for home and garden television. It's an American paid television channel that is owned by Discovery and it primarily bought broadcasts reality programming related to home improvement and real estate. It was co-founded in 1992 by Kenneth Lowe and Susan Packard. And then they brought in a former CBS TV executive called Ed Spray. And he implemented a system of producing almost all the programming through independent production houses in the United States. So that's why 
especially um, it still kind of has that feel now. But back in the day, each show felt kind of different. It's because they had different production houses doing it. So and so we're talking specifically about the hosts on HGTV today. And there's like a million different kinds of hosts for this channel for just about any sort of thing. And the most popular shows on HGTV as of a The Wrap article from 2016 are... Fixer Upper, that was the number one show with 4.373 million total viewers. Flipper Flop, which had 2.869 million. And then following those two are Brother vs. Brother, Ellen's Design Challenge, Property Brothers, and then we get into the variety of House Hunters, which for me is always a good, cathartic, rage-inducing experience. I love Love getting mad about House Hunters, especially... Tiny House Hunters, which drives me so bananas and makes me so mad. And it's just, you've never seen Tiny House Hunters? Imagine everything about House Hunters, but they're more pretentious and ridiculous. And that is Tiny House Hunters. (laughs) Wait, more than House Hunters International? That's like, I want to be on the beach, but also on the other side of town. And also, I want this to look like America. How dare this place that I found in Panama not look like America? I want it to have a great view, but I want to be on the ground level. Yes, all of that, except it's in a tiny house. Ah, it's so ridiculous. I love it so much. I love it so much. How can you want anything in a tiny tiny house? Like, there's no, there's no room for anything. Oh, I got to watch it. So as of February 2015, approximately 95 million American households, which is 82.2% of households with TV, receive HGTV. And in 2016, HGTV overtook CNN as the third most watched cable channel behind Fox News and ESPN. It's a big deal. And we're here to trash talk some hosts. So, Lindsay, who is your garbage HGTV host. Mm. Thank you for asking. Um, yes. So it's interesting. I was thinking of some honorable mentions, but I didn't write any of them. So uh, <laughs> I didn't write any of them down. I do think one of the reasons though, that HGTV is so popular is because it's it's something you can have on in the background. Like you yes, don't have always. to like, sit and watch it. Like it is in waiting rooms and it's like family friendly enough. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm a huge HGTV fan. So my garbage HGTV host is David Bromstad. Ooh, okay. So David Bromstad was the winner of Design Star, which was HGTV's reality competition show similar to American Idol. Um, That happened a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I don't, I can't be bothered for dates. He then, after winning Design Star, uh, became the host of Color Splash. Yeah. And then is now the host of My Lottery Dream Home. So on My Lottery Dream Home, apparently, allegedly, he takes lottery winners and Mm -hmm. helps them find their dream home. I mean, it's really all in the title. I don't know why. Yeah, anyone I mean, needs it's, to it's, write a description it's a good title yeah i get it i know what we're in for here yes, yes. Yeah, yeah so uh david is originally from minnesota i did not realize that yes he's originally oh, okay. from minnesota um okay. which makes me feel slightly bad because yeah, no. i live in minnesota and i should like yeah. the things from here but i don't yeah well and then he started out his career as an illustrator for disney oh interesting right he's he's a fascinating character but here yeah. is why he is garbage okay he uses a lot of color. Yeah. He is big into color. Like a lot of a lot of color 
very bright colors. Whenever mm-hmm. I think about any like design things he's done, it's like fuchsia walls or like it's a lot. bright, it's bright a neon canary walls. Yeah. Like, and yeah. when you, when you would watch Color Splash, there would be times where he would like come in and do something. And like you could tell when he was showing the room to people, like they don't like it because it's too much. Yeah. Like it's just too much. He would take these perfectly good rooms and then just make them insane and like there's all kinds of again i believe deeply in color psychology and so like you if you put those bright colors on the wall what does that actually do to you and like there's a reason you don't paint your bedroom bright canary yellow and that is because you'll never sleep again right or why those colors are best used as accents versus dominant colors right right Mm -hmm. another reason he is garbage in his imdb bio which let's be honest he probably wrote himself david (laughs) is described as having endless energy and out of the box thinking okay okay first of all the only time you ever use the phrase out of the box thinking is when you are at a job interview and you want someone to hire you it's the only time you say it you do not say it in regular conversation secondly his endless energy is just annoying his energy his delivery is perfect for a live performance so like you know how sometimes a broadway star will do a movie or a tv show and you go in for the close-up and you're like stop acting so hard you're we're too yeah. close to you bring yeah bring it back a little bit this is not stage this right. is film it's different yeah mm-hmm. yes he is, is a, a broadway example. star yeah on a tv show and he doesn't know how to like scale it down to yeah. to what he needs to do and then in that imdb bio also it oh, describes david's style as a blend of realism and fantasy i don't even know what that means those are opposites Reality and fantasy are opposites. So I I don't know what to do with that. That doesn't explain a style at all. That is, that's bananas. It's what is what that is. And finally, the last reason why David is garbage (laughs) is he's always super tan. Yeah. And he has these tattoos that are shockingly brightly Mm -hmm. multicolored. Yeah. And if we know anything from the Ben Affleck back tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> do go on. I am bated breath. What do we know from the Ben Affleck back tattoo? Please. I can't even say it anymore. <laughs> there are times when tattoos with colors in them are beautiful. There are also times where tattoos with lots of colors in them is too much. And I would say Ben Affleck's back tattoo is too much. (laughs) And David Bromstead's chest tattoo. There's too many colors. There's too many things going on on that tan, tan skin. Wear some sunscreen. Stop getting a spray tan. Have you heard of black and white tattoos? And that is why David Bromstead is garbage. Yeah. And and the reason why we know so much about his very colorful (sighs) tattooed self is because in almost all all filming Mm -hmm. it's either a tank top or it's like a real deep v or it's like a button up with like six buttons open yeah so it's prominently displayed almost constantly i cannot even express to you how perfect it is that he was a disney illustrator because i think if you had told me take a disney illustrator turn them into a beach boy interior designer that's exactly who that would be yeah that is exactly him 
I just keep thinking about if we've learned anything from Ben Affleck's back tattoo. I don't know if I've heard a better like introduction to a statement than that. I don't know. Uh, Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. You're not. You are not wrong. And I just I love it. I'm going to think about that for a long time. Makes me really happy. Maybe that should just be the setup for all of our deep thoughts. If we've learned anything from Ben Affleck's tattoo, invest your money wisely. Because it works. Think yeah. about how much money he spent on that dang tattoo on his back. It's my. Yeah. It's going to be my my book of that I'm going to write with full of yeah. like wisdom. Yeah. That's going to be called if we've it learned anything good, yeah. from Ben Affleck's back tattoo. Yeah, it's like the the modern what would Jesus do? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> are you saying Ben Affleck is Jesus? <laughs> the Christians are not going to like that. <laughs> You know what? If the Christians can accept Mel Gibson, they can True, accept Ben Affleck. Okay, let's just Ben let's Affleck just. goes to church. He does. Yeah. I think you know what? I I am here for a Ben Affleck redemption arc. I really am. I love him a lot. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I do too. I do too. I don't think that he's been consistently great, but I think that he is getting better. So yeah. I I I root for him. We we are Ben Affleck stands over here. We like we him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would right. say that. So that's my garbage, and that's yeah. our diatribe on Ben Affleck. <laughs> what, Lisa? Yeah, I'm sure there'll be more Ben Affleck talk someday. <laughs> Obviously, Lisa, what is your garbage, or who is your garbage HGTV host? I have. It's a pair, uh, mm. so I went both of them. It is. Tarek and Christina of Flipper Flop. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. So, thank you. So, Flipper Flop is on HGTV, hosted by Tarek El Musa and Christina Onstead. They were married, but now they aren't. So, a lot of the original shows, they are married. It was just renewed for a ninth season, which will premiere in 2020, even though they're divorced. What? So, that oh, sounds like, that. like a trash can fire I'll be watching. Uh, Christina <laughs> and Tarek were married real estate agents in Orange County, California, and then after the real estate crash in 08, they began flipping homes in the OC area. Mm. I mean, I think that house flipping is sincerely something really cool to watch, to see, like, design choices or layouts or whatever, and I think, like, flipping a house and home renovation, they're a little bit different, but it's, you know, kind of samesies. It's it's really interesting and it's fun, so... I, I like the premise of the show. The hosts are terrible. Christina's expertise is primarily in design, and she works with Tarek to find and renovate homes, and she handles the design of new spaces. The show follows them as they buy homes, typically bank-owned or short sales or foreclosures, to renovate and resell. And they also have had some weird real-life drama situations, and I don't know if those are true or not, so I'm not going to focus on their garbage as humans, but as their garbage as hosts of HGTV shows. So. Yeah. Okay. Why they are garbage hosts. They are your nightmare. They were real estate agents, which means they know a little bit more about the housing world than you and me, but it's super clear from the show that it's not that much more than you and me know about the housing market, which is very concerning. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not saying I think that there are some realtors that know what they're doing. I think there's a lot of realtors in this world that I don't know that it is as challenging to be a realtor as it should be. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how successful they were at being realtors. I'm guessing not very. They buy houses, sometimes completely sight unseen, and Tarek constantly assumes everything, like how much it will cost and how long it will take to flip it. So sometimes they get this trash hole house in a, like, you know, moderately nice neighborhood. And so they want to flip it 
and, but it still has to be within the price range of what they're going to be able to sell it for. So that's where it can be kind of challenging. And that's where Christina comes in because she's there to make the house pretty. And so sometimes for the sake of the show, she'll put on a mask and pretend she's going to do demo. But she's there in full makeup and hair and cute athleisure wear. She's not demoing anything right. like enough. So they're not doing anything modestly. They're not no. doing like a flip to like a oh, this is a nice, comfortable home for like a, you know, average family. No, no, no. It's not what we're doing here. Um, also, Christina's aesthetic is white. Yeah, It's white. Everything's white. Yeah. Constant white. So her design is white. Can you yeah. put white furniture on a white floor with white kitchen cabinets? Well, then, congratulations. You decorate as well as Christina does. <laughs> and it's going to look terrible in two weeks if you actually live there because Correct. it's all going to get dirty. Hope you don't open your window ever. Yeah. So then there's always like setbacks and whatever. And so sometimes at the end of the episode, they'll say they have like an open house and they stage it and whatever. Sometimes they sell it and sometimes they don't. Or sometimes they go way over budget or whatever. So that's right. where it's like flip or flop. Sometimes it doesn't go well. Yeah. So ultimately, they're obnoxious. They're both know-it-alls. Tarek thinks he's 4,000 times smarter than he is. And Christina is too obsessed with like the high-end finishes. It is very odd to watch a show with two hosts who quite clearly hate each other. Yes. From the get-go and are yes. married to each other. And you yes. just are watching going, this isn't, this doesn't work. Uh, <sighs> he's the worst. They're the worst. I hate them. Yeah. So, yeah, they're my garbage. They are. They are good garbage. Thank they, you. They really are. <laughs> okay, but Lindsay, what is a gold? Who is a gold HGTV host? Well, I have some honorable mentions. Uh, Carter okay. Oosterhouse, who started on Trading Spaces yeah. and then has like a environmental friendly one. He's just beautiful oh. and nice, yeah. and yeah. I love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genevieve Gorder, who also started on Trading Place, is it? Spa- it's Trading Spaces. Mm-hmm. I actually do really love the Property Brothers. I know they are divisive, so yeah. They mm-hmm. are divisive. I do really love them. And sure. like I feel like we can't we can't do an HGTV host episode without talking about Chip and Joanna. They're right. amazing. They're no they longer are. HGTV hosts. They have right. they are starting their own network. They yeah. are really amazing. And they are like the opposite of Tarek and Christina because they actually Correct. like each other. They do. And they and work they well have together. A natural chemistry, right? They work well together. Joanna is actually good at what she does because it's like, you know, she's a professional interior designer. Yes. And Chip, amazingly, is a contractor. <gasps> so he knows about things. How about Shocking. that? Yeah. How about that? And sometimes he eats <laughs> bugs that he finds on the floor. And, sometimes. But my gold choice, and you might not even know who this is, but he is my HGTV gold host. Okay. And it is Scott McGillivray. Okay. He is Canadian and he oh. hosted the TV show Income Property. Okay. Yep. So yep, 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 yep. Scott got his start in TV as a crew member working for Debbie Travis on her home improvement reality TV show. Um, okay. And then he became the host of Income Property because mm-hmm. as a college student, he was doing like a project and – like somehow started doing a project around like income properties and how to like make your real estate, like earn money for you. So he hosted that show for a number of years. He was also a judge on HGTV's All American Handyman and Canada's Handyman Challenge. So at 21, using his student loans, Scott purchased and renovated his first rental property and owned five rental properties by the time he was 23. That makes me want to throw up. I feel like I got a stomach ulcer at the end of that sentence from the anxiety. Thank you. Why? 
He's just real that good at it. That is stressful. Five rental properties by 23? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he became a licensed contractor in 2004 because he mm-hmm. wanted to manage his own crews. And he now owns hundreds of income properties across Canada and the United States. So income properties, how income properties works is, yeah. depending on which year you go, you watch and which season, but a lot of times it was people would come to him and go, we want an income property on this house we already own. Like, here's this basement that we can turn into an income property. And yeah. so what Scott does is he comes in and he gives them two different designs. And it's super cute because it's like, like... 2000-ish, like late 2000s, early okay. 2010s. And so he, they, it does kind of like this model thing that like Chip and Joanna do and the Property Brothers do. Yes. But Scott is in it. Oh so it's like God, a blueprint cute. and Scott's kind of like green screened <laughs> in, like pointing to things. It's so sweet. I love it. I love um, it. But what he does is he would show them two different options of, okay, we can do this one bedroom apartment in this basement. Here's how they'd come in. Here's all the stuff. Sure. And this will get you, you can charge this much for rent a month. Or yeah. we could go with this option and we could do two bedrooms. It, you know, blah, 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 blah. This is the challenges, blah, blah, blah. But you could charge this much a month for rent. And then the mm-hmm. couple makes the decision about what, which way they want to go. And then he, he creates this income property for them. So yeah. the reason that Scott is gold is he genuinely seems knowledgeable about yes. how to generate income from your home. Like he mm-hmm. still has, he's an entrepreneur and he has this like real estate education, like company that he runs to try to help people understand how to make their property work for him. You would see him during filming actually like going to the site and helping out and like Mm -hmm. talking to the guys that were working there. Every time there was an issue that they ran into, it wasn't like a phone call. It was Scott standing there explaining to you what's going on. Um, And then at the end of the show, every dang time at the end of the show, the income property would be completed and then they would come back and get like a an update and... Every single time they were able to charge more in rent for that thing than he had told them. So, like, not only sure. had he given them, like, you can charge $1,200 a month, but he had, he had fixed it up so nicely that they can charge more for yeah. rent and, yeah. and make more money. The other reason is he would take these dingy, awful basements and you're like, there's no way that anyone can yes. make this look like something good. And uh-huh. they would turn out gorgeous like he knew yeah. he knows how to install lighting he know he has the right yes. designers to like again his aesthetic is very light also but it's because it's yes. a basement and it needs to be yeah it needs to it need, be light. you need to not know you're in a basement yes yeah yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. he would turn them into these beautiful beautiful things another reason why he's gold he's not overly exposed he did not jump from color yeah. whatever to <laughs> lottery winners like he he still has an outside yeah. company. He still owns all those rental properties. He pops in on HGTV once in a while, but mm-hmm. income properties ended in 2016 and he's just not really, he's not hosting yeah. 8 billion different shows all the time. Right. <clears throat> right. Property Brothers. Golly. He doesn't have a product line out. Like mm-hmm. he just, he just like stays in his lane. Mm-hmm. And the final reason that he's gold is a lot of times on the show, like, and I think you pointed this out with your garbage, like the people who are actually doing the work are kind of like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, 
the pretty guys here with the makeup, yeah. you know, like even Property uh-huh. Brothers. Like, I do think Jonathan does some of the work, but he doesn't do a lot of the work. But what you see a lot on income properties is like Scott and the crew guys giving each other a hard time, which just yeah. tells me like he is not only like just nice, but he's also mm-hmm. on site. Like they know him and like yeah. it feels very much like, oh, I'm on a real job site. Like it feels like yeah. I'm around actual construction guys who are giving each yeah. other a hard time. And part of yeah. that is he's a legit contractor, so he knows his yes. stuff. And I just yes. think he's really nice. That so Scott McGillivray, he looks kind of like the Property Brothers. He's, he's <laughs> but he's better. Canadian um, property brother. Um, I do have a fun fact for you about Scott McGillivray <gasps> that you did not bring up. And oh I gosh. feel like it's only going to make your case stronger. But okay. when I was doing my research today, it was like HGTV stars, like where they started, where they've gone, whatever. Scott McGillivray was in a boy band. <gasps> he was. <laughs> called Next Element. Yep. And he had cornrows. <laughs> yep. And it was known that because he put it on his own Instagram page, which I love. Like, he's not trying to hide from it, necessarily. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. That was my yes. gold, Lisa. I would love to hear yep. about your gold. My gold. Again, it's a duo. And it's a little divisive, but I love them so much. My gold is Hillary Farr and David Vicentin from Love It or List It. That is a divisive one. It is. Love It or List It is a Canadian home design TV show. It's currently on HGTV, W Network, and on OWN Canada. And it's the original show in the Love It or List It franchise because they've had spinoffs from that now, too. About the hosts, Hillary is a home designer from Toronto, Ontario. She's lived in Australia, England, California, and New York City. And so she has a beautiful accent. And she's, like, super posh. And I love her. Far honed her skills on properties in L.A., Santa Barbara, New York, and Toronto. So all very different aesthetics and very different cities. And she continues to build and design homes in the downtown core of Toronto, where she herself owns properties. And David Vizentin is basically a real estate agent in southern Ontario with country living realty limited and he's been practicing since 1987 every episode of love it or list it follows the same formula a couple usually not in all cases but usually it's a couple presents their living situation the current house that they own and in most episodes they're split about whether or not they want to stay in the house um, Mm -hmm. or leave it so hillary as the interior designer and david as the real estate agent visit the house in question and they look at it without the couple there and the tour almost always consists of david finding negative things to say and hillary is convinced she can work magic with whatever plans and money she's given and then they meet the couple hillary and david are briefed as to what the couple's desires are so hillary gets a list of things that the one person wants in order to stay in the house. And then David is given a list of things that they are looking for if they are to leave the house, like if they want a new house and they both have to stay in their desired budgets. So obviously challenges faced by Hillary. They never give her enough money. The request list is way too long. And then there's usually unforeseen issues that once they start doing renovation, they find like modern building codes. It's not up to code is usually what happens with that. Common issues for David, of course, because we've seen enough things with people looking for houses on HGTV to know the homeowners want too many things for not enough money. So they'll they'll like, oh, this is our budget. And he shows them a house that's way out of their budget. And he's like, "Okay, see, you're asking for too much here. Or they Mm -hmm. want to be they want to be close to their kids school, but not too far from their family. They want to stay in their current neighborhood, but they want five times the space. It's just it's so stupid. Hillary, however, has a much harder time because they're like, 
it's easier, I think, mentally to be like, yeah, we can probably extend our loan versus like, no, we literally only have this much cash to pay the contractors working on our house right now. So after everything's done, they get a tour of their house to see what she was able to accomplish. And then after that, David hands them a evaluation of what their current market value is for their house. So now they get more money for their house, which then reminds them that they could have a more expensive house than the one that they looked at, blah, blah, blah. So then they give him a question, are you going to love it or are you going to list it? And it's a stupid showdown and it's so great because David and Hillary are so catty and they're so snarky and it is my favorite thing. And then the couple decides if they're going to love it, which means they're going to stay after Hillary's renovations in the house that they own already, or if they are going to list it. This is an interesting fact, I think, because Hillary has a disadvantage, right? Because she does all this work and then their house is worth more. However, by the end of season nine, Hillary leads an overall tally of 90 lovets against 64 listeds. Wow. Also, Go moving Hillary. is the biggest pain of all time. And so yes. I would definitely be like, a, oh, you painted my house and cleaned it. We're going to stay. Thank you <laughs> yeah. so much, Hillary. Thank you. You fixed you all fixed the broken that- things. I'm going <laughs> to stay. You fixed the door jam. That is fantastic. Oh, a new dishwasher. I love it. We're staying. Thank you Retiled so much. Retiled the bathroom. <laughs> Amen. Here I, here I go. I'm living here forever. Oh. Bury me under that tub. Why it's gold. Hillary and David's frustration with the couple is always right there. They're, it's like bursting through the fourth wall. And I really love that because one of the best things, like I said, about house hunters is being angry at how dumb people are. Mm-hmm. Now we get the wink and the nod from the hosts of this show right. to us viewers being like, Okay, seriously? Yeah. They're like because the Jim see- Halpert of HGTV. Yes. Oh, and it's cheesy because they know what it is. They know it's a show. So Hillary and David are definitely over the top when they're talking to like each other. And then yeah. they also do a kind of like talking to camera, like private camera stuff that they do. But again, a lot of times they're kind of trash talking the couple, which makes me really happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's because they'll like David will show them a house and he's he'll be like, I can't believe they didn't like that. It was everything that they wanted. And you're like, I know, David. I know. You gave everything. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> or Hillary's like, you know, I am doing the best I can. And I'm like, I know, Hillary. I see you. I see you doing the best you can. So I just, I, ah, I see them and I yeah. feel it. They're confident in who they are and they let their personality shine. And I just, I really like that. And then something else I love about David and Hillary is like, do they actually hate each other? Are they frenemies? I don't know. I honestly don't know where we're at. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. They may sincerely hate each other yeah. or they may like each other and they're just putting on a show. And I can't tell. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. They're gold ultimately because they're snarky through and through. And I just, I love them the most. Yeah. I just really do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Lisa, did you take the BuzzFeed quiz <gasps> earlier today? No, I didn't. Okay. So, I so earlier today, I, I sent Lisa a BuzzFeed quiz that is which HGTV host are you? And yes. I've taken mine and I know my answer. So now I'm going to fill, I guess, while Lisa. Oh, man. This is my favorite question of the quiz so far. It's choose an overused HGTV term. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's perfect. Okay. Tell me who you got first. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Uh-huh. I think we probably got the same one. Oh, my God, please. Um, I am Hillary. <gasps> no. You've got 
a no-nonsense attitude that serves you well when faced with a challenge. You're a natural when it comes to prioritizing tasks and making sure that each project is completed to a high standard. And when it comes down to it, the most important thing to you is helping the people around you learn to love whatever situation they are in. Oh, my God. I can't breathe. I'm so excited. I got David Vicentin. You're the kind of person who is all about helping friends make big changes in their lives. You love when people around you are at their happiest. And so any challenge to that becomes something you try to help them remove. Life is about moving forward. And that's the way you live yours. Oh, my God. You're your could, first, folks. I could not be happier. <laughs> it's oh like we're God. faded. <laughs> How great is that? That was the best. That was the best. I mean, we know BuzzFeed quizzes are like uh, science. Yeah, so, totally I mean, science. Lindsay, <laughs> hit us with the recap and tell our listeners how they can vote for us this week. You guys can go and vote for our garbage choices. My garbage choice of David Bromstad or Lisa's garbage choice of Tarek and Christina using the hashtags Lindsay Garbage or Lisa Garbage. And you can vote for our gold choices. My gold choice of the lovely Scott McGillivray or Lisa's gold choice of Hillary and David from Love It or List It on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod and on our brand new Facebook page. Yes, our Facebook page. You can look for us at the Garbage Gold Podcast. You'll find us there. So you should do that because we like to hear what you guys think. And we like chatting with you about your choices. Get up on our feeds. Tell us your feels if you take oh my gosh please we'll put we'll put a link in the facebook group we'll put a link in the facebook group it's not a group it's a page which hgtv character are you it's not a group it's a page page i'm sorry put it in the page we'll put it in the page we'll put it it in the page we will share the poll results and our favorite listener comments on our next episode and if you haven't already done so if you could head on over to itunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate review and subscribe we would really appreciate it i'm sorry i'm trying to come down off of the high of us being hillary and david i (laughs) am not gonna sleep tonight i'm so excited (laughs) and if you want more of us hit up patreon.com slash garbage gold pod where we have extended content from all of our episodes because right now the runtime for this episode is about 57 minutes just so you know there's nothing to cut (laughs) it's all gold So our our public episodes are between 35 and 40 minutes. And our Patreon, you get the whole deal. You get all of the minutes. So Mm -hmm. there's that. Also, we have some bonus content like Hogwarts Houses, the Jeremy Renner Watch With Me, which we are not liable for any trauma that may cause. And we did our our thoughts on the Tiger King and just other fun stuff there. So Mm -hmm. check it out. And when you're done looking at all of that stuff, you or while you're doing it, because what else are you going to do? You should tell your friends about us because I love a podcast recommendation from a friend and I would love to be a podcast recommendation to your friends. Seriously. 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 And then you can Mm -hmm. join us next week when we deliberate to the garbage and gold of dipping sauces. Yes. I have a lot of feelings about dipping sauces, Lisa. I do too. My first question, is there a BuzzFeed quiz for which dipping sauce are you? Um, as I texted you earlier today, this is where I shine, is finding BuzzFeed quizzes. So I will find one or I'll write my own. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> We're going to design our own. I love it. <laughs> I would like to show you the eat your way through the day and we'll reveal which condiment matches your personality that was just published in March. We should really team up with BuzzFeed. Yeah, we should. BuzzFeed, call us. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.